What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome in. This is LOTL, and this is episode 132. And on tonight's episode, we get everything started with the COVID catch-up with Jimmy. He goes through uh, what he went through with the coronavirus and his quarantine and all the interesting things about that. So we get into that topic. After that, we dive into the Browns with OBJ being out for the season with a torn ACL. Uh, star, star wide receiver season ends after week seven. Um, we get into a Browns Raiders preview the week before the bye week. Browns looking to finish strong before the off week, uh, looking for six and two. After that, we get into the best of Cleveland uh, for 2020 by Cleveland Scene. We're talking burgers this week, so we dive into the options there and what we think is best. And uh, that's going to be it for this week's episode. So we get everything started with the beer of actually beers of the week. Ryan brought some back from his trip from Vermont. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Welcome in, episode 132 of Living Off the Land. This is Ryan here with the boys. How we doing, gentlemen? Hey. We're doing. Doing. Yeah. We're doing. And back from assignment. Hey, he guess re- who's back? He returns. Back again. Boys, it's good to be back. <laughs> Jimmy's back. We will uh, tell a friend. We will definitely get into uh, guess who's back. Jimmy's guess assignment. Who's back. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess We're really committing to that bit. Guess who's okay. Back. Guess who's back? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> All right, done. All right. <laughs> Two trailer park girls. Yeah. Okay. You gotta pay Run royalties for that. Yeah. Run the outside. So we're going to so, get into... Uh, okay. We're going to talk some beer. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah. No, we're good. So this... I am really excited about this. So as we talked about a little bit about last time, um, I went up to New England, which is one of my favorite places to be, and especially one of my favorite places to drink beer. And I brought a couple fun ones back, so we decided to crack a couple of them tonight. So we are going to drink a few of my favorites from two of my favorite breweries. I would probably say in the world, but especially up in that region. Yeah, these are these are elite-level beers. Um, and I'm really excited. That's, that's, and we're going to be shocked, uh, everybody, to know. top-tier talk right This there. is very top-tier stuff. And we're going to be shocked to know that these are both IPAs. Um, okay. I do have... We've, a, been on a, we've been on an IPA... Uh, I'll say it's good to be back. Yeah. There we go. After, After a little hiatus. Like I do what I can. Fall beer special. 72 <laughs> pumpkin beers. Yeah. <laughs> I had one of my... Real quick, my buddy Ian uh, texted me. Shout, Shout out, my out. guy. Uh he got to the episode where I was dogging on the Oktoberfest, uh, I believe, last week. And, uh, oh. you know, I'm not saying I hate the brewery. I'm not even saying oh, I, don't, here we go. I don't like brown ales. It's just I'm, the Oktoberfest thing, it's just played out. It's oh, done. okay. It's, it's, I'm just – no, I wasn't going to go down that rabbit hole. You know, Because you've I, gone there right. multiple times. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. I'm not – Oktoberfest get old fast for me. I will say I definitely still like I'm kind of still in the pumpkin beer mood. I hear you. And I had two pump I had two spookies last week and I saw Borat 2 and I got knocked out. 
Yeah, I that, forgot how strong those. Those are not like, beers to mess it, with. Those yeah. are almost like ones that like, like put you to sleep. No, that's what I mean. Like as soon as Borat Two ended, I cracked. Yeah. Like, I just like instantly fell yeah. asleep. Like it was weird. Well, because you get that you get that instant buzz, and it's also a mm-hmm. sugar high. Yeah. So once you yeah. come down off that sugar high, man, yeah. it, it's it's like the wine effect. Like wine has yeah, so much sugar. That in is kind of what you drink it a felt bunch like. of wine, like you're basically done. Yeah, falling you're asleep. Falling asleep. Yeah. Yep. So, so what do we got? We have, uh, so like I said, we've got two of my favorites. We're gonna start with. So I want you guys to grab the lighter colored one. So what we have here, this is called Elaborate Metaphor. This is from Burlington Beer Company. This is an American pale ale. So Burlington Beer Company, I would say, if you made me pick, it's it's I don't know number two, three, number two or three in terms of like my favorite breweries. Um, according to Beer Advocate, it has a score of 92, which according to this, their classification is this outstanding. Beer. This, this specific beer. beer. Okay, yep. I didn't it's know a, you yep. The whole um, Burlington Beer. Yeah. Ex- yeah. That's a good question. So this beer has a rank of 92 from Beer Advocate, which is uh, high regards from them. It is 5.4% alcohol. It is, let me see here. There we go. The notes. Elaborate metaphor is our take on a New England, a new New England style pale ale mm. brewed with citra and amarillo hops, brewed with barley, flaked oats, wheat, and raw wheat. So it, it is in that New England style, which is why uh, everyone obviously can't see this. It's uh, very hazy. It's you cannot see through this, bro. If yeah. you were, if you would, if this was breakfast, I like this is a weird thing to say, but if we were at breakfast, I would just be like, oh, orange juice. Yeah, like, it's juice. Yeah, no, but so just by just visuals, uh, yeah. the two beers that we're trying. One looks like orange juice, the other looks like apple juice. Yeah. Yeah. This is just I mean, visuals. And you they cannot don't. look through this one, man. The consistency is. actually is kind of like a, mm-hmm. a, a no pulp orange juice. Yeah. Yeah. It's extremely it's just so smooth. It's so easy to drink. It uh and like I said, at five point four percent in this category, this is nice and sessionable, as they would say. This is not yeah. gonna mm-hmm. absolutely knock you on your ass. Where I mean, how many times do we see these IPAs? Regardless of style that are or the double IPAs that are seven, eight, nine percent. It's yeah. a little it's a little bubbly. A little bubbly? <laughs> you just wanted to play that bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, how do you know I played it? <laughs> oh, okay. You know, and it's it's not super like piney or well, that's not a surprise because it's a hazy. But it's not even like super citrusy like a lot of these hazies are. Like it's almost as if the acidity got like neutralized or something, I don't know. That doesn't even make sense. But that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like normally, you, it's like, oh, I definitely get that grapefruit. I definitely get that orange or whatever. Like, I'm not getting that as strong. I get it very mild. It's very mild, but yeah. not like it yeah. normally is. Definitely on the, what I would expect. A I, I get a down. little grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But still, on the back just, end, on the tannins. Not, yeah, it's not as strong as it normally is. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I definitely don't. Shout out John right. and then Rebecca from <laughs> yeah. Saturday, which you guys will hear next week. Um, so, yeah, I, are, are we are we fans? Is this a, is oh, yeah. this a yes? Surely. Definitely like it. Yeah. I'm going to go around the room and Yeah, let's do it. Let's, yeah. Go ahead. We'll start with you, Jordan. So, I like it. There's a weird, when it when I swallow it, like there's a weird, um, I, I knew there's no way I could say that without someone giggling. <laughs> When it goes down my throat, uh, there's like a strange, not bitter, but like a flat, like something like flat, like a flat flavor almost. Okay. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not what I would have expected. Gotcha. So it's kind of throwing me off. You don't throw me off? No. So would you hit it with the rating and then would you get it again? 
Make sure it goes down your throat I'm first. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Make sure I swallow. Um, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. Um, this yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even focus. This is a six point five for me, which seems Whoa. low, but I don't. Ryan's I don't, gonna I don't, fight you. It's just I'm, I'm used to more of a punch when I drink IPAs. And it that's is, that that bothers me. That's okay. Uh, give me time that. at the rating might go up, but I'm going with six point five. I would hundred percent buy it again. It's just not what I was expecting when I saw this. Gotcha. Dan. Uh I'm gonna go seven point one. Um I thought it was really good. I feel like it it's almost like got a mimosa vibe to it. it yes. That's a good way of putting yes. it. And yep. I feel like I can drink this like with brunch or during the day only. I don't yeah. know if I'm going to want to... I don't know if I could drink that's, this thing with dinner. That's it. This is like a day drinking, like, you know, it's yeah. a bachelor party. And like, a lot, like a lot of people, drinking, like, yeah. drink Bud Light when they tailgate, but, like, this is something that mm-hmm. I would bring to a tailgate mm-hmm. in lieu of drinking that pee water that people like to drink. In lieu! Another thing. I mean, I could go on a, I can go on a tangent about that. Like, why even drink beer if you're going to drink stuff like Bud Light, Miller Light, and... I don't know. So I, I love. Like a, I love a good Mick Ultra. I love a good Mick Ultra, baby. I really do. Me, me, me and yeah, Ryan. Yeah, it's Mick, just. Mick Ultra it's fan. like if I'm gonna get away from craft beer, that's my absolute go-to every time. Like if it's the just end of the night easy. and it's like I still want to drink, but I should slow down. I start doing Mick Ultras because I know stop drinking. Right. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that, <laughs> why be Why be practical? I've been here at that point. <laughs> and I get, but Jordan likes it to go down his throat. So. Oh God. Oh God. You're gonna never. I, how How else was I gonna say that? How else was I gonna say like? When like I don't know how else to say that word without it sounding weird. As it transitions down as my it, palate, as it moves through my from the front of my m- mouth, mouth hole, all right, mouth face hole. hole. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, so seven one, seven one. I've I would for sure buy it again. Yep, absolutely. So this one is uh, this one's big time for me. I love it. Uh, absolutely would get it again. Are we going to see a record score? <laughs> Not right. Ra- Is this your John's on Bleecker Street? No, I don't want to. I don't know what that reference Portnoy. means. Oh. Um, this is. One by Pizza Reviews. I know That's it's. That's his favorite pizza. Got it. He rates it the highest. Fair enough. Uh, 8.5. This is okay. big. This is big for me. Um, I still feel like nines is fair is, score. Is, is too high. Nine is like it's the greatest thing you've ever drank. Yeah, that's really really. I, I, I want to try to reserve that, but this is yeah. uh, for me. This is just an exceptional beer. Like you mentioned, easy drinking. It's tasty. It's light. You can have a few of them and not feel like you're going to be hammered or weighed down. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, again, I, I do want to go back to acknowledge I am incredibly biased because this brewery is one of my favorites. It's got such a fun. It's like a gigantic warehouse. The tanks are all right there. They've got this ridiculous. We'll post a photo. Of the can art. This isn't even one of their cool cans on it. Like this is. It's not a bad can, but some of their can art is just ridiculous. It's so fun. They've got great merch. They've got great you know graphic design. So all of that, I admit, plays in. I know it probably shouldn't. But uh, no, I think that I think that's part of the experience. I, yeah. I don't. I don't. I, think I would that, love to take well, y'all up there. Would oh for sure. I would love yeah. to go. Wouldn't you agree though that craft beer is more than just the flavor and just the oh, taste? Like, yeah. there's a little more to it. I would say a lot goes into yeah. it. The the graphic design merch game is is a big part of it, and so I know that that it's covers becoming my bigger opinion. and bigger. Yeah, no right. doubt. So yeah, this is uh, this is a big. You one know who's for really me. good at it? Fatheads. I like it. <laughs> I love I love the consistency of Fatheads. I just I'm not a huge fan of the logo. Yeah, how do you feel about the beer, Jimmy? Definitely a. Mimosa Could you taste vibe. it? <laughs> I was gonna say, 
there's not a strong taste. Yeah. But then again. <laughs> no, you're right. Am I right? You're okay. Right. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. Okay. It didn't help that I was drinking hazy little thing before this, but you know. It's super light. Um, definitely would supplement it with or over Bud Light or something if I'm going for a lighter beer like during the day. Oh, yeah. It's light, but it has. It, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to compare it to like a Bud Light. It's or not a like punch that. of flavor, but it's definitely there. Yeah. yeah but what you're saying is, I just is, realized yeah. how horrifically I just popped that pee. That's gonna sound real bad. Yeah, sorry. What, what you're saying is what Dan was basically saying that if you need like a day drinking, like, this is a, Let's keep it going. Beer like this is a solid. A mimosa choice. is such a great way to describe it. Yeah. If you were thinking of mimosa yeah. beer, this is what it is. Yeah. I would love to compare this to Mimosa by Platform. Because right? mm-hmm. I've had that before, but mm-hmm. I would love to drink them both together. Yeah, we had it on the show uh, mm-hmm. early on in the game. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Probably that first summer we were doing. Yeah. If uh, I just score it, give it a 7.5. Sure. Would you buy it again? Oh, yeah, for sure. Wow, 7.5. I just realized that's pretty high. It's pretty high. That might be my highest. Respect. Probably not. Spooky Tooth probably takes a cake. Yeah, I think your highest is that is correct, Spooky Dude. I know myself so well. Eight eight, according to you. <laughs> we gotta start. Uh, we gotta score. start doing those. Uh, those. Um, never mind. I don't know. I just blanked. <laughs> All right. Oh, All right, those well, those uh, score graphs that we post. Graphics. I was thinking oh, that. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't sure. worry, you will see one. So this, he's been he's been busy doing his book report for the last month. This is true. Like we that. will get caught up on the book report here in a minute. So this next one is Hetty Topper. This is from The Alchemist, which is in Vermont as well. Uh, Part of this, yeah, this is a little bit, pouring this into a glass was actually a little bit sacrilegious. This is one where they they tell you to drink straight from the can. So these beers. Whoa, that that, smells different. First of all, that smell is not what I expected. It's definitely different, right? That's like a nutty Nutty. smell. Yes. 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 100%. Does it it have nuts in it? it, it, uh, No. You better check before Jimmy drinks it. Oh, man. Jimmy, yeah, don't I'm going to look at the ingredients yeah. real quick. No, Did no, you smell it no yet? Way. Jimmy, smell it. Dude, smell it and tell me that doesn't smell Bro. nutty. Am I going to pass out? No. no. Are you going to pass out on a smell? <laughs> I would hope not, but I don't know. No, there's no way. We'll double no? check. I'll okay. look at the I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. Wow. So this That has to be one of the, Sorry, I'll let you finish. Well, no. So this beer, this it is- like a brown ale. I don't mean to be dramatic, or and I know I'm a dramatic person. This is not hyper, uh, hyperbolic. This is this is like an elite level beer. This is a world class. I would agree with that. Beer Advocate has this rated as a 100. This nah. is yeah. Wow. So here's the thing: it's you're supposed to drink straight from the can. That's like the way that like the Whoops. head brewmaster. I know, right? It, it is what it is. That's the way the head brewmaster tells folks to drink it. This is one of the very first beers, early beers for me that got me into the craft world. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to my good friend Dave uh, Carpentier back up in New Hampshire. This beer used to be impossible to get. So when I lived in New Hampshire, they have a bunch of crazy beer and liquor laws that make it really difficult to import. So this beer was pretty much all around us. We could never get it. So this guy, Dave, it was he's such a good guy, a maniac. He would get up at like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning drive over to Vermont to get in line at the couple different um, beer distributor uh, distribution uh, sites, whatever beer stores yeah, he knew, stores, and would wait in line for hours man, this is, to this buy is, as much as he could. sneakerhead stuff. He would take his wife because he could buy as much as possible, and she would buy as much as possible. Then they would go to another place. This is exactly right. This was one of those beers. So here's the thing. It is uh, an American double IPA. It is... 
what is here's their little notes thing. This beer is not intended to be the biggest or the most bitter. It is meant to give you wave after wave of hoppy goodness on your palate. Yeah. Tremendous amounts yeah. of American hops will creep up on you and leave you with a dense hoppy finish in your mouth. Um, eight percent alcohol. It is the number one rated New England IPA according to Beer Advocate. I didn't even realize this was a New England IPA, but it, it mm. makes sense. Right. So New that England nutty IPA, flavor is throwing me off. That style has become quickly dominated by the like the the mango, the pineapple, yeah, the, the grapefruit, the, the, the super yeah. tropical juicy flavors. It doesn't necessarily a New England doesn't have to be that. It's just it's unfiltered. So like this beer is it has no preservatives. It's unfiltered. It's um, the reason they tell you not to pour it into a glass is because some of like the hop resins will settle on the bottom of the can. And so, yeah, like it smells nice when you pour it, um, but you're losing a little bit of that. So we're missing some of the, 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 of that oomph behind it. This beer, like I said, this beer, I used to be impossible where I used to have like, we'd go on beer missions for this. I found this and I found another one of their popular beers. It's called focal banger. I literally found it at a gas station mm-hmm. on the way out of town. Like it, mm-hmm. it's, it is, their distribution has just skyrocketed yeah, and it's yeah. all over the place now. And it's crazy to me that like, again, this once impossible to get your hands on beer, it's literally like in convenience stores and gas stations now. I mean, that's a positive. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. It's everywhere. They have us. this, they have a gigantic, gorgeous facility. I, I couldn't go to their tasting room. That was all shut down. You could only do cans yeah. to go. Their facility is monstrous and it's so great. This guy's really, uh, big on like, he's got videos for all of these beers. Um, you know, or he'll he'll crack one and drink one and tell you all about it and all these yeah, fun things. Yeah. This is this is like an OG in terms of like the really uh, well crafted IPA. This is, game. this is this is this is like a legend in mm-hmm. the craft in craft craft beer history. In other this words. is yeah. this this beer you would get in a fight with your friend over who the goat is, and this beer would be in the goat conversation. Let's do it. Yeah, Coplin we should. Goliath, we should yeah. <laughs> Coplin Goliath versus these. You boys. turned me on to them, by the way. That beer was told spectacular. You that, I told you, Coplin uh, Goliath. Yeah. I didn't have the pseudo suit. I had the King Sue. That you know, beer was we're gonna fantastic. have to do. We're gonna have to do an uh, once, which we're kind of already doing a little bit. We should do like a out of state every so often. Beer, yeah, for sure. And that will be a beer we're gonna. Have That'd to be feature. a great one yeah, to feature. Absolutely. absolutely. So yeah, very different than the first beer. Uh, one, it's stronger, and and like you guys said, it's not nearly as like tropical juicy. It's not. Um, it's a little bit darker in color. Um, Dude, I, the I, nut stuff is crazy. I can't get over that. What's the candy bar it smells like? It smells like a candy bar. I'm not getting that. I'm I'm literally like getting like straight peanut. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> Jimmy's eyes Jimmy, are hilarious. As as he says Did you that, actually Jimmy? try it? There's no way there's nuts in this, right? No, there's no nuts. I've had, I've had more than like five sips. No, it's, I'm good. <laughs> oh, my God. He'd already be on the floor. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. If there were peanuts in this, I would be out. Really? Wait, it would be that I would fast? Be out. That Seriously. Instant. Yeah. Seriously. It would, Do you have your EpiPen with you? Little. So we would have... We'd so have, we would have to call Life Flight and we'd have to pray. stab his. I was gonna, we'd be calling nine one one. He'd be stabbing, stabbing his ass me. with an epipen. Mm-hmm. But you said you don't have your epipen with you. No, I do. Oh, he you does. do. Oh, my bad. My mm-hmm. bad. I, I don't know how I missed that. You know, just in case he goes to a get go and gets a smoothie. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> All I've right, let's. Twenty twenty has not yeah, been my year. I'm gonna start because yeah, go I'm for it, man. Blown away by this. So it's very different. I love this. Let's just get that out of the way. All right. Like, it's been a while since I've had a beer that is not only, A, just good, like, well-made, but incredibly unique, like, like the flavor. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
little pinier. What's the than word the first I'm one? For? Like the notes, like the notes mm-hmm. are so unique. Like it's because so it's many of the yeah, <laughs> like so many of these hazies, like you said, are oh mango or or pineapple or, or grapefruit, and all that stuff is good. But this is a whole different experience. Like, okay, so have you ever had 471 by... Um, I don't think so. Who is it? Who does 471? What is going... Look up, look up 471 IPA. And then, and then tell me what the brewery is. Breckenridge. Uh, Breckenridge. Okay, my, fa- my second favorite brewery or arguably my favorite. It's Colorado, right? Yeah. So when I first had 471, that was one of those beers that like changed my drinking forever. What's going on? There's some wild NFL rumors going on right now about trades and stuff that include oh. both of our teams. We wait, like my team? Yeah. Like the Texans are in full on sell everything mode. Oh, great. Like didn't see that coming. We'll okay, talk about so, that. We'll so, talk yeah, about that. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Cuz it's it's consider the source, although he's been he's been right on some things recently that makes me not totally discredit it, but we'll talk about it a little. Yeah, bit. we'll talk about that. We'll be over there in the um yeah, anyways. Um so 471, this kind of reminds me of that in a weird way, which I hope that fans of this beer and brewery don't like kill me for saying that. But I I mean that in a positive way because that beer kind of changed what I knew about beer. This is like kind of bringing me back to some of those vibes, but in like a much better, it's a much better beer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I love this. I would rank this, I would say 8.5 for sure. It could possibly be higher, but we're going to just do 8.5. 8.5, and I would I, I wish this was sold in Cleveland because mm-hmm. I would get this all the time. Nice. Wow, That's me. This is, wow. Uh, sorry, okay. Um, yeah, no, this is really good. Really, really good. Uh, it's it was different. It mm-hmm. um I've never I don't honestly I don't think I've ever had a beer like this before. And that's in a good way. Um what it is this technically a hazy IPA? New, New England New, New England, New England IPA, yep. okay. And it's technically a double. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, the nuttiness is throwing me off too, and I it might not have any sort of nuttiness in it at all. It just I think that goes me. away though. Like as you drink it more, that that's how I'm feeling it, at no, least for myself. For me, it's still there. It's not a bad thing. Like mm-hmm. it's not like it's something like oh, it's turning me off from it. Um, would I buy it again? Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna give this an eight point one. Go. Very good for me. Um, not not my favorite. Like, I mean, I guess I don't know. I I don't agree with Beer Advocate giving it a perfect score. I'll just say that. Yeah, I don't believe in anyone really getting a perfect but score. That's but that's me. I'm I'm the novice of novices. Like, I have no idea how to describe a beer. You know, mm-hmm. I just like for me you- for taste. Like my preference. I've had beers that are better, but this is still really good. I have a question to ask everybody when we're done ranking this beer. Sure. That is very relevant to what we just talked about. Jimmy? Oh, yeah, I'm up. Sorry. Forgot that I'm on the episode. How's the nuttiness? Um, ironically, I love it. Even, ah, yeah. Even though it might kill him. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> again, I don't get nuttiness from this, but then again, I don't have much experience with that. It's more on the smell than it is a taste. Yeah. Well, then again, I'm just getting my smell back. Um, <laughs> That's true. It is – this. this is – 9.1. There we go. I think this is... Whoa! Dude! That's crazy. I love this. I think wow. it's so good. What is that? 
It's Big Chuck Little John. That's that's Cleveland royalty right there. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Jim Senior would like that, that oh, you yeah. played that. Yeah, my dad would get a kick out of that, oh, too. Yeah. Um, no, like, like Dan said, um, he's a novice of novices, and I'm the same way, uh, below that. So I can't describe this too well, but it's the best New England IPA I've ever had. Wow. There we okay. go. I love it. I 9.1. Had, I had this typed in before you said that, so I'm not trying to be a Tommy uh, Topper here. I had it at nine two, <laughs> so, so again, this is definitely and this is a nines for me. Um, this is uh, this what did is, you say, Jimmy? He's nine, nine one. one. Um, this is this is what you want out of a beer. This is great. This is one of those things where again, I'm I'm like you, and I don't really like the idea of like nothing is ever perfect, and right. and honestly, taste change. So like over time, like maybe you will like it more or less, and sure. that's all well and good too, but. Um, this is one of those beers that like, if you're getting into the craft beer world and you ever have the opportunity, this, this is on everybody's must try list everywhere across the board, whether you like IPAs or like you, you should absolutely grab this beer when you can. So, um, I'm glad you guys like the, the selection We'll, we'll do. I've got a couple more that we can do, um, some other time going down the road and, uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the question I want to pose to everybody real quick, um, is there ever a possibility that there could be a truly be a 100% beer? Like, would you ever rank a beer 10 out of 10? Do you think that's possible? I don't think it would be. I mean. No, I'm not talking about like universally. I'm talking about just like your personal opinion. Like, No. Yeah, because I agree. I, I don't know if I could ever. But then it's weird because beers are so complex. That... Because some, even some batches are different. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't think I could ever actually rank a beer ten out of ten. Yeah, beers are so complex that there there's so many things going on yeah. with them that there's always going to be something that's like, <clears throat> okay, this is a little overpowering. Maybe it could have this rather than this. Uh, it's not my style, but it's really good. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. So I, for me, no, I don't think there could ever be a ten. I just don't think I'm equipped to really that too. Like, yeah, that's another thing. But, yeah. you know, to yeah. like really but, properly yeah. evaluate. If, if but we're talking personal preference, yeah, personal preferences. I, I'm I lean towards you guys as well. Where like realistically, there's you know, because it's like if you give something a ten, what happens when you try something that you end up liking better? Exactly. You know what I mean? So like, it, yeah. it, I don't want to throw around yeah. ten. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's why I like that we do like the would you get it again? Um shout yeah. out shout out Paul for the 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 good recommendation for for throwing that in there cuz at the end of the day, you know, these numbers they're fun and they're silly and half the time they're arbitrary anyways. But I think, you know, would you drink it again? Did you like it enough to go for it? Yes or no? Like that's that's the real metric that I think is most important. Um, whether I give it a 95 or a 10 or a 6 point what that doesn't really matter. It's, did you like the beer? Would you get it again? Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. Book report time. Jimmy, let's get caught up. Let's do the catch up. It's going to be a little different this week. Uh, as you guys have noticed, Jimmy hasn't been on the podcast the last few weeks. There's a reason for that. We've been saying that he's been on assignment. He's been doing a book report. He's been doing all this different stuff. But um, really, we wanted to let Jimmy uh, come back and tell his version of the events going on in his life the last few weeks. So, um, Jimmy, if you just want to get us caught up on what's been going on with you, and uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, so I uh, found out I'm a father. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's the big news. I'm just kidding. Kidding. That was not where I was thinking. (laughs) It's a joke. Um, Thankfully, not a father. Um, No, I did catch 
Corona. So that's where I've been in my house for the past uh, 17, 18 days. So. That is a long. That's actually a clip uh, of me <laughs> on day six in quarantine that Dan just played. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, no, so I got it, ironically, um, from my own house. Out of all the places <laughs> I've been, <laughs> it was the, the enemy from within. Uh, no, so it was a, uh, our neighbor, our family friend who works with my parents. She comes over uh, every now and then to use our computer, do some work for us. Um, and she had it, and she didn't know it. And I guess her family went to a clam bake, and they were all, you know, asymptomatic at the time, and then they started to get symptoms later. So she was talking to my dad, and she was positive at the time, had no idea. Nice. And then uh, we found out a couple weeks ago, and then I was in contact with my dad, of course, because uh, we live in the same house, and he started to feel kind of sick. And I was like, oh, I'm asymptomatic. This is cool. Like, I knew it all <laughs> along. I was going to be healthy enough to beat it yep. or I'm like, oh, whatever. I probably already had it. I have the antibodies. Not the case. Took a few days, woke up with 103 fever. Wow. That is, that is rough. 103 dude. fever. Um, I've never like shivered so violently. I woke oh, wow. up at like three in the morning. It was like 101. <laughs> but the day before I just had body aches. Like, you know yeah, that feeling yeah, yeah. when you're, you're about to have a yeah, fever or, yeah. or the flu. Yep. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I just, you just feel, feel Yeah, you feel it coming on. You're like, oh, no, no, And you have like no, no, no other symptoms. But every time you like move your body, you just feel that little ache. Yeah, you're yes. like, oh, and you yeah. check your time. It's like, yeah. So I woke up. entering the body. It was 101. And I, I was like, oh, I'm just shivering. I had to go to the bathroom uh, middle of the night. Go back to bed. Wake up at like 5 in the morning. 103. Instantly oh, take a cold wow. shower. Um, you didn't take bring like it down. or anything? Oh, I did. Yeah, oh, I took okay. a Tylenol and then I took a cold shower, which is the worst. But I think that's what they tell you to do. Uh, so, anyways, for the last that whole weekend, it was like 103, 102. Um, I never really lost my taste or smell, but it diminished a little bit. I never okay. completely lost it. I didn't know if it was just some congestion I had, or if it was just gone completely. So. Um, that's why, honestly, right now, I couldn't really smell too much nuttiness. I'm okay. I'm, I don't have any other symptoms. I'm fine. I'm not positive still. But, uh, yeah, it was like a whole weekend. It, I was really sick, and then I was fine for like 10 days. Right. And then I was out of quarantine yesterday. So how? So, uh, so your dad got it too. How was he? He did better than <laughs> me, to be honest. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he had a worse cough. He had pneumonia last year. So this was kind of – and he's, he's 60. Yeah. So it was kind of a worry when he got it. Um but he was fine. He didn't really have too big of a fever, just was coughing here and there, some congestion, just felt tired. That was a big thing, fatigue. That It was the fever and then fatigue. I, yeah. I just felt like sleeping all day. I couldn't – I mean, Jordan, you had it in May. You can attest to that, I'm sure. Yeah, so for me, I didn't get the really bad fever. I didn't get the really bad fever. I um, It was – it started off with body aches. Pretty mild, though. Not the worst I've ever had. Pretty mild. But I had them. I knew I was getting sick. And we were like, oh, here we go. And it turned into probably a mild fever. I think I remember seeing 99 something, but like that's not technically a fever. Mm -mm. So I, I never that took wouldn't it. warrant. Uh, a yeah, test. I immediately called work off and I was off the entire week because you know how it is now. So, you know, I just where was someone dropped my computer off. I was working from home uh, at the end of the week because I wasn't even working for a while in the middle of the week. But 
Anyways, long story short, it was extreme fatigue and a bad headache, like an ear-splitting headache. Not, not, a, not a migraine, but pretty pretty bad. And how were your eyes? Did you have pain behind your eyes? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. like where the, the, the headache was. Be, like, From here, right? I would say it was right here. When I said ear-splitting, I literally mean like mm -hmm. this area. Uh, me no too. one can see me. I'm pointing from my eyes to like my ears, and it, go, it went up a bit too. Yeah. But that plus the fatigue like the first two days were i, I dude i couldn't do anything mm -hmm. i just slept like i would try to watch movies and i would just fall asleep like and i just slept and slept and slept for the first two days by the third and fourth days i was like it was incredible how much better i felt but those same two days i started losing my taste and smell yeah and i ended up not having any taste or smell for a week and a half and that's so frustrating without getting into too many details the taste and smell thing is what ultimately led me to getting tested and mm -hmm. you know then i learned i did have it my roommate was positive and he had no symptoms at all that's so Teresa crazy. had almost the exact same symptoms and my roommate's girlfriend oddly enough had similar symptoms to what me and Teresa had but she tested negative twice so i have no idea what that was all about that's really bizarre to me but yeah so the fatigue for sure mm -hmm. fatigue was crazy i didn't have that fever though that fever yeah. man i'm glad i didn't have that that sounds awful yeah i've had fevers the worst fever i've had is about 103 104 if i if mm -hmm. i can remember and I had the, that was when I had the flu. I mean, any like, higher like warrants. Yeah, I, I had the flu. ER visit. Yeah, you have to go. To I, I, yeah, I had the flu when I was about fifteen, and oh, that was actually the sickest I've ever been mm -hmm. when I had the flu. It's Corona scary, wasn't man. the worst, but it was the weirdest by far. It was the weirdest mm -hmm. sickness I've ever had in my entire. I life. I think that's how I felt because when I've had the flu in the past, it's a fever. It's yeah, oh, well, so con flu, it's congestion. It's You're either dying. like stomach flu Sometimes, or yeah, the stomach or is, just yeah. no appetite. But it was just a fever <laughs> for a few days. Not too much congestion, kind of a dry cough. Didn't lose an appetite. Yeah, I had an appetite. Tired. The only thing is I couldn't taste, so that was I was such a bummer. Like, just every time. I just kept eating pizza. Like we kept ordering, like the cheapest, goofiest pizzas, and we would eat frozen burritos because those two things had enough saltiness and like spice or whatever where we could actually get some enjoyment out of the food. But outside of that, every food sucked. Like mm -hmm. everything, it was yeah. just the worst. Yeah, luckily I didn't have to experience that. But during my time in quarantine... Yeah, what'd you do? Yeah. Uh, Catch up on some shows, maybe? You know what? I watched Haunting of Bly Manor. I heard that's scary. Yes. Spooky season. So it's a sequel to... Uh, what's it called? <laughs> Spooky season. Spooky season. Uh, Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Kind of so, the same oh, so actors. it's a sequel. Not, there's not the same storyline. Similar actors. Kind of the same. Okay. Um, like what, uh, so more American of an Horror anthology, more of an anthology. Then? Yes, okay. it's like American Horror Story. Phenomenal for those who haven't seen it. Um, watch Hill House first, even though it really doesn't matter. But I think you just got to get the full experience. I like Hill House more, but I did that. Uh, and Jordan, I'm sure you would like this. Did a little bit of bird watching from my room. Nice. Uh, I I, I, had like I had the whole house. I had the whole house. Well, we have a a bird nest right on my oh. like, windowsill, and we never took it down. Here's a question for you, Jordan. If there's a bird nest that was abandoned, you know, yeah. and it's just still there, yeah. should you take it down or should you leave it? I've no, heard leave mixed it. things. Leave, leave it. it? Yeah. Uh, there are many different species of birds that will utilize nests that are already made. Uh, there's also birds that will just use the same nest sometimes. It depends on how long they live and if they mate. Some birds mate for life, some don't. Don't, don't take them down. Uh -huh. and, if, and if a bird can't utilize it, like a squirrel might even. Some uh, birds are probably a, Probably a squirrel won't utilize a bird's nest but 
it's just always best to leave natural things where they are. Yeah, no, yeah. I haven't touched it. But anyways, I saw uh, a couple blue jays, and yes. I wanted to ask: Aren't yeah. those considered to be like extremely aggressive? They are. Blue yeah. jays are very aggressive. My dad aggressive. told me a story: yeah. his buddy just got like knocked in the head when he was yeah. younger by a blue no, jay. No, blue jays will they'll they don't really flock, but they'll band together sometimes and like. Just got to punch them in the to face. To serve man. a common good. Or, like, if you get near a nest and it's a mom, like, they'll get nasty. Like, they'll, punch a blue jay right yeah. in the nose. <laughs> they'll they'll attack, for sure. Peck you on the head. Yeah, they're, they're also, the, the they're just very territorial, too. You probably hear their little noise. They're little, like, eh, eh. Like, they do yeah, that yeah, noise yeah, yeah. all the time, and it's so annoying. Yeah, they're, they're funny. This though. is what I heard. Interesting. <laughs> what? <laughs> But uh, so I, as exciting as that sounds, I watched Netflix and did some bird watching. Yeah. Uh, did a couple, I'm proud of you. Updated the resume. LinkedIn looks phenomenal. So if anybody's listening, need a, need a marketer? <laughs> hiring anybody? Wait, are we, are, we, are, are we linked up on LinkedIn? I don't think so. We need help with right marketing, now. but we don't pay. I'm looking it up right <laughs> now. We are hiring. For, we are unpaid interns. We hire an experience. That's right. You got a lot to offer. You got a lot of connections. James Pisarczyk, by the way. It won't be Jimmy. I'm all over the place. Uh, quarantine was fun, I guess. Um, it, it it sucked when I was when I started to feel better. Because I just want to go out and do yeah. stuff. Did you ever? All right. So I don't know if this is frowned upon, but Did near the anywhere? end of quarantine me and my roommate would go on walks at like 11 p.m so we would wait till like 99 percent of the population wasn't going to cross our paths and we would go for walks um just around lakewood where we live at like that time of the night like i don't really have an issue with that i we literally and there was only a handful of times we like saw another person and we would be like real we had our masks on first of all we wore them the whole time and we would just walk or, you know, keep our... Going stir crazy, right? Yeah, it was good to get the exercise. But did you do anything like that? Or did you honestly just, like, stay in the house the whole time? Stayed in the house. Yeah. I, uh, deck in the backyard, kind of hung out there for a little bit. Enjoyed the nice weather we had for uh, some time. Yeah. But no, I didn't really wa- uh, walk around too much. Um, I don't know, man. It, it sucked. That's for sure. And uh, I know I've told you this before, but I had swine flu, too, when I was... 10 or 11 and i will say like again i know with corona it's a hit or miss with people some people experience it uh to the extreme or some people get it mild um swine flu for me was 10 times worse than this wow yeah no i I was in the hospital for swine flu i was out for three weeks i got also in the hospital every time you smell a peanut yeah it's not (laughs) i got i got influenza so the flu the year after swine flu influenza a I don't know what strain it was. Whatever, sh- whatever strain it was, dude. That was the sickest I've ever been. I've never been that sick in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not fun. No. All right, all right, yeah, getting getting sick is not a good time. So we are two no, for four no. with Corona cases. In I'm this almost positive I had it in December. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I had it when we went to uh, uh, the Christmas bar last year. Oh, oh, seriously? I couldn't even stand up. Around the corner? I didn't yeah. know you were that sick. I was really sick. Oh, my goodness. When we just hung out in that corner. The yeah, and then, and then a table came open, and I said, I have to sit down. Yeah, and pass yeah, out. yeah. Didn't we end up going to uh, – we did go to the Christmas bar later, right, if I remember? 
Yeah. That's where we were at. That's where we were No, at. we started at Harry Buffalo, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the gotcha, Christmas gotcha, bar. Gotcha, gotcha, I had to gotcha, sit down because I wasn't. Yeah. I, I, I told you. I said, uh, can I can't remember who it was. It's already almost a year ago. Can Isn't you, that crazy? Yeah, yeah it is. Like, that you guys had it a year ago. I was telling people, because I drove you and Hannah, and I think I was tell I asked Abby, Hannah's sister, if she could drive Hannah home and you back to my place where your car was because I was about to leave because I, I couldn't stand up. But then a table opened up. I'm like, all right, I'll try and sit down and see if I wow. can Wow, so that Dan's bad, huh? Dan's a super spreader is what he's saying. Yep. yep. Zero. <laughs> it's Any actually, recent trips to China, Dan? Actually, no. Okay. Never go to China. Did Were we there? So we went to the Harry Buffalo. We were just inside, right? I'm, I, I'm sure the listeners want to hear this. Then we went to around the corner. What was the outdoor patio with the heated? Around the corner. Is that around the corner? That's all around the corner. That was yeah. that was cool. Yeah. Is that, is oh, that yeah. open still, do you think? Yeah, around the corner is open. You just can't like do the congregating like you normally could yeah. at around the corner. It's depressing. That was a good time. That was a good time. Anyway, that's COVID. Though. Dan had COVID. Well, I don't know. Ryan, what are you waiting for? Ryan. Join the club, man. Yeah. I'm waiting for the right time. Hey, Jimmy, fist bump me again. We're COVID brothers. Survivors. That's awesome. <laughs> Apparently, that's something to fist bump to. Apparently. Is, yeah. Hey, I'm awesome. Proud. Good for I'm, you. I'm proud of you, dude. Hey, Ryan, fist me bump. Too. We oh, didn't have it. Anti. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, on to talking about somebody who said that COVID and him have a mutual respect and that it won't enter his body. And two days later, he tears his ACL. Too bad he doesn't have a mutual respect with his ACL. <laughs> yeah, with, Jesus. With, 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 uh, oh with, no, I'm I'm upset about that with cleats and turf. Yeah, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. out for the year, torn ACL, um, trying to make a tackle on an interception. Uh, actually, the first pass play of the game, and he's done for the year. Browns come back and win. We talked about it all on the post game show. At that point, we did not know OBJ had torn his ACL, so. This is the update on that. Uh, obviously, feel terrible for him. Um, widely regarded as one of the most likable guys on the team, one of the most hardest workers on the team. Um, the guy just wanted to be great. And it seems like too often in his career, uh, it's been interrupted by injury. And this is just another one to put on the list. Um, he had the broken ankle in uh, New York a few years ago, which oddly enough happened at a preseason game against the Browns in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had quad issues that's made him miss games. And now, um, the, uh, he had the, uh, sports hernia injury last year, which good on him. He played through, um, but there's no playing through a torn ACL. So, uh, you know, prayers to him for speedy recovery and, but we forge ahead. So Browns are five and two. And how do you... Uh, guys think that this is going to affect the Browns moving forward, this injury. There's been a lot of – I mean, we don't need to go into the talk about um, OBJ and Baker and chemistry and well, that's, uh, this, you know, but that's, 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 that's all anybody's talking about. That's been dominating – that, that's been the sexy thing right now is could this actually be are a, we gonna a blessing see, in disguise? Are we going to see rookie Baker again? Right. So here's, here's what I said pre-show, and – I think many people can get on board with the fact that OBJ is clearly a better wide receiver than Rashard Higgins. Right. No one is saying uh, anything contrary to that. My contention is that for whatever reason, 
whether it's that Higgins and Baker have better chemistry or, you know, during their rookie years together, they were able to figure out, you know, it, it could just be as simple as Higgins knows where Baker's going to put the ball or, or Baker knows Higgins' little intricacies, how he runs his routes better or more. So will I ever pretend like losing a talent like OBJ is a good thing? No, without a shadow of a doubt, no. But could we become maybe a little bit more efficient because Baker and Higgins have a better connection? Or could we be more efficient because Baker doesn't feel the need to throw to OBJ as much and now he can spread it out a little bit more? Maybe. I'd, be, I'd entertain that argument. I think that short term, this doesn't do much. I, I stole this, and I, I don't want to make sure, I want to make sure I'm citing my sources. I stole this directly from Nick Wright. I He said, and I completely agree. We're really not going to see a whole lot of a difference during the regular season. We're still going to win the games we're supposed to win, and I think we're still going to lose the games we're probably supposed to lose. Where this really comes into play is come postseason, when we're playing really elite competition who can take away our first and second options and put the heat on. That's where we're going to really miss having a playmaker of the caliber of OBJ. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. It sucks because, like, he had he's had some pretty awesome plays this year so far. Um the one that really comes to mind is the the crazy yeah, running I mean, play he had against the Cowboys. He single-handedly that, won yeah. the Dallas Yeah, game. we yeah. do not win that yeah. game no. without OBJ. And that was just him just being him. Like, that Backyard was just football, like, whoa. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You never want to see this, and it sucks because he was having a pretty decent year, I would say. I mean, he probably wasn't getting targeted as much as, as he would have liked, um, but he wasn't exactly not doing anything either. He was – he had some like again he had some great highlights and some great plays and yeah it's so early in the season still mm-hmm. to see this we'll see what happens because uh, you know i i echo what you said um you know we're obviously not saying that richard higgins is a better receiver than obj um <clears throat> you'd be hard pressed to find talent level wise a better receiver in the in the entire league than obj right um that being said, chemistry is a big issue with your quarterback, and it's a big thing. And Rashard Higgins, for whatever reason, has it. I don't know why he hasn't been getting on the field the last year and a half. That's been crazy to me. Um, it it started with Freddie Kitchens, but the part that legitimized it was that it was happening with Stefanski too. And I know, I know, in Stefanski's offensive scheme, you're not going to activate as many receivers, but the obvious chemistry between Baker and Rashard Higgins is glaring. So in, in that aspect alone, yeah, maybe Kaderil Hodge is outperforming Higgins in practice. But on game day, the tape doesn't lie. And every time Rashard Higgins is in the game, he's either putting up big numbers or he's catching touchdown passes from Baker. It's what happens. Mm-hmm. So he may be one of those guys who doesn't practice well, but you get him in the game and he's, you know, lights out. Uh, the first two games that he was active in this year, he caught a touchdown in both of them. And then yesterday he came in for OBJ off the bench and had six catches for 110 yards. And one of the most critical. And most of them up, were in the fourth quarter yeah, in those final two drives. Set up those last drives. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, guys are going to have to step up. You know, there's – we'll get into it for a couple minutes here. There's a ton of rumors going on right now. I, the NFL trade deadline is going to be more like the NBA tra- trade deadline this year. Real quick, before of, we do that, I just want to say, I think I think you guys' wide receiver core is – Pretty solid though. Still, I mean, it still is. Like, right. I, it's not like you guys 
only had OBJ. Right. You know, you guys have Landry, Higgins, and uh, the concern is that Landry's ribs and are banged off, up, right? right. Know, and and, and, and like tight and end when you have a guy like OBJ, we were saying earlier, like he draws double teams sometimes, or he mm-hmm. just makes a defense do stupid things because they're which, so focused on him, right? Which which I think is going to hurt us more in the run game than the actual pass game, I agree. because it's going to allow defenses because we we no longer have. I mean, Peoples Jones can develop into that, but he's not proven yet. We no longer have a deep threat down the field. Higgins is not that. Jarvis is not that. Peoples Jones can develop into that, but he hasn't proven it yet, so teams aren't going to respect that. So that drops the safety into the box to stop the run game. And I think until Nick Chubb gets back, where we get that two-headed monster again, and Kareem Hunt's been great, but I think our run and who knows if we're going to get Teller back this week or if he's going to be out till after the bye. Right. And but I think our running game is going to struggle until Nick Chubb gets back. Now, thankfully, we probably only have one game until he gets back. He's probably going to be back for the Houston game because, right. you know, we've got Vegas this week and then the bye week. Um, but we don't know that for sure yet. So I think that's where it's going to hurt us more than in the passing game. Definitely, definitely. And I think that's where, you know, you alluded to, and we can get into it briefly, the uh, the, the trade rumors are swirling. Now, Twitter is, um, you know, I, this a monstrous machine. Let's not, pre- yeah. let's not get uh, ahead of ourselves here. I don't, I don't really put a lot into Twitter rumors ever, especially uh, if it's not, you know, one of a couple, you know, elite NFL sources like Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport, you know, guys like that. Um, but you know, the, the it seems like the main rumors sw- swirling are we're going for a wide receiver. Uh, Adam Thielen and Golden Tate are the two names that keep coming up the most. Yeah, and some we, form of defensive help. Depending I've, on the price, Adam Thielen makes the most sense because he comes from Minnesota, where Stefanski was. And we're slowly just <clears throat> becoming the Cleveland Vikings at this point. <laughs> yeah. True, with a little more talent, I think. With, with definitely with more talent. Yeah, Vikings yeah. had nobody like Miles Garrett, and uh, no. I would I would say the way he's playing this year, Xavier Rhodes was good at one point, but I don't think they have a corner like Denzel. True. Um, now that being said, by they, the way, they did have Sendejo. Did you guys see the Denzel Ward play where he slides and yeah, then That was so nasty. Yeah. Did you guys catch that like live? I did. Oh, yeah, I, I saw it live. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't notice it live. I either. That's the reason why that play didn't go for twenty five yards because if he's blocked there, the receipt. It's it's essentially a running play to the outside. That's a Call of Duty move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking the about. Slide yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was, was wild. So that impressive. Was, that was such a nasty yeah. play. I didn't catch it live, but I saw the, the replay. Yeah, he's able to do things like that because he's he's smaller than a natural corner. Um, but the one thing I'll give for Denzel Ward is his tackling has improved tremendously and, since well, he came and, to the and NFL. it needed to because right. he was either going to get himself hurt or he's going to yeah. get himself uh, benched for yeah. not making tackles. Um, so, yeah, I, I would love – Adam Thielen, I think that would be fantastic um, just because he could slide right into the offense and not have to adjust to anything. My only fear is I don't want to give up too much draft well, capital for a guy who's not the under price contract. The price has to be right. The right. price has to be right. And who knows what that means. But, like, if this guy's a one-year rental, I don't want to mortgage the future because let's call a spade a spade. We're not winning the Super Bowl this year. No. Like, I don't think anybody thinks we are. And so why would no. we give up until draft can, capital? Until we can prove we can beat the Ravens or the Steelers. 100%. You can't say it. And, and we didn't – and we'd be having a different conversation if we were close in those games. But our two losses admittedly were right. ass whoopings. We yeah. got drubbed. So yeah. if we can work out some kind of arrangement where Thielen is willing to a deal, do an extension, 
uh, I would change the top. I would change my tune a little bit. But if he's that's an interesting uh, aspect, though, because if if you do if we do trade for a name receiver and sign him to a contract, you're essentially already telling the fans that one of OBJ or Landry will be gone next year. Right. Um, more than likely, probably OBJ, because I think at this point, OBJ is more trade value, even though he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Jarvis. I'm, I, I This is not a slight against Jarvis Landry at all. It's just God-given ability and talent wins out as mm-hmm. far as, you know, making a guy uh, um, trade value, mm-hmm. making their trade yeah, value. Yeah, I hear you. Then, you know, the other thing that we're seeing a lot of is some form of defensive help. And I've seen rumors literally at all levels. I yeah. s- people are throwing out different cornerbacks. People are talking about different. I would love a safety for crying out loud. Um, you know, somebody to help. I would love uh, a safety and a linebacker. Yeah. You can give me those two. Yeah. Some I can, people are talking I can about, potentially be okay at corner if we're able to get the safety. Did you see what the, the Lions just traded uh, at, for Everson Griffin for yeah. with Dallas? Yeah. Six, a conditional six-round pick. Yeah. And like, well, like, and Dallas, what, like a bag of footballs? Yeah, that's because Dallas is just – I mean, they're, they've given up on the season, Nightmare. obviously. And Nightmare season. Everson Griffin's not part of the – They Everson Griffin was a piece there because they thought they could contend this year. Yeah. But obviously they didn't start off well, and then Dak got injured, and that was it for them. No, the coffin. So them. it's not like he was a guy – he was he was looked as to like a final piece mm-hmm. for them. So now that they're completely out of it, I mean, what's the point in them keeping him? They just want to get his salary off the off the books. As much as I would like another DN to help uh, bookend with Miles, he's right also now, a guy that's got a he's got a sketch past. He, well, I'd throw him in a similar he category. Had that, as he Olivier had that Vernon. situation where he like went into like a mental institute or something when he was in Minnesota. He like familiar. went crazy. Hmm. Not familiar with that for a little while, and he missed like half the season. Oh well, all right, that's rough. Um, yeah, but our, our needs at safety and linebacker are far greater than defensive line. If we get our line healthy again, you know, Sheldon Richardson, I love that guy. Adrian Claiborne, if he can get right, Larry Ogunjobi, stud. I'll tell you the one um, guy that I that I saw that I would absolutely love is Deion Jones, the linebacker from Atlanta. That'd be fine, and they're gonna have a fire another, sale. Another team that's <laughs> holy. Who do you think's underperformed more, the Cowboys or the Falcons? Who's the bigger disappointment? Probably the, the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, I think so too. But not not far before. I mean, the Falcons it's, are a couple years removed from the Super Bowl. Right. Like, it's it's the Cowboys because of the ridiculous media overreaction. Like it's the every, hype. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah, single yeah. year, people are talking about, oh, the Cowboys are going to be a Super Bowl contender. No, they've never been. They're they're not. A there Super was Bowl like contender. one year where they lost in the NFC Championship to the Green Bay Packers. Where well, that I mean that, that was. That was that was the divisional round, and that was that was, like, that was ten years ago. No, was it ten years ago? Maybe like no. six years ago, six I'm or seven pretty, years. Ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like they had Des Bryant at that point. It was like five was, or six years. Ago. It was it was the one where Des caught the ball but didn't catch the ball. Mm. Yeah, one yeah. of those cool things. That Spe- was when Des Bryant was actually still good. Yeah, well, he hasn't been good in like speaking five, of which, six currently years. now in the AFC North, with the Ravens. On he's on their a, practice squad. Practice squad. He'll get elevated within a week or two. Yeah, yeah. they're looking at him to be be their next Anquan Bolden. Mm-hmm. Who they had uh, a few years ago, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's rumors of uh, your Texans cleaning house. Yeah, they need to trading JJ Watt. We need, Watt, we need trading... first round picks, so yeah, get I mean, rid of I, it. I don't, I don't, I don't know who you're going to get a first round pick for other than Deshaun. I mean, JJ, you could maybe flip. There's the no team. way he's maybe he's he's his he's, injury concerns was his injury concerns his contract it, his age. It just depends. I mean, I agree. I'm not disagreeing. I just. Uh, I would maybe. I, I I think I think you'd have a better chance getting a first round for Will Fuller than 
than JJ. Oh yeah, I heard that name before. JJ at that. Too. I mean, they're, I, would, I mean, they're, yeah. they're 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 willing to trade everybody but Deshaun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I think and they need to do that. This year's right, a wash. It's, you it's know, a wash. it's yeah. It honestly, when you have a franchise quarterback, so like this is what it, it's it, going to take them because of what how Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien as a GM destroyed, destroyed that roster. He, people don't realize Bill O'Brien sold off. Why is the defense so bad? Because he sold off all these amazing, or not sold off, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. he's no, let right. all these yeah. amazing defensive players. It's like, re- like people know the Texas had Tyrion Math Math. How do we pronounce the name? Matthew. Teron Matthew. Teron Matthew. Like we've had guys like that caliber on our team before, and yeah. like we don't anymore. The craziest so. thing about about the Texans are or is, um, how how Bill O'Brien wrecked that roster. And they're one in six, and they have the most expensive roster in the NFL. It is the most expensive from roster. a salary standpoint. They're they're spending yeah. more of, money. Is it because there. of Deshaun's contract? No, because his hasn't kicked JJ? in yet. It's well, it's yeah, yeah. it's JJ. They, I mean, they have they overpaid. JJ. They have big. They have big, and they have weird contracts. Yeah, the, the weird is a that, that's that's it's that's, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, it's a yeah. guy who was GM who never. Who never should have been GM? I don't understand that move. That, that move never made sense to me. But, but yeah. this is this yeah. is this this is the step, the steps that they need to take, and they're to gonna they're gonna be painful. Salvage something. They're gonna be painful, but the thing, the feather that they have in their hat is they already have the hardest piece to find. That's what I was gonna say. It's gonna suck yeah, for that's about why, two years. That's why I'm not like I know some Texans fans are like freaking. I'm like whatever. I mean. For now, I can rest you, a little right. bit easy. Because if you get the if you get the right GM and the right coach, the Texans could be good again yeah. in two years. Yeah, yeah. I when agree. you have the right quarterback, yeah, it'll be. But this well, year's seen yeah. it. You can this see quick turnaround. This year's a wash, wash, and next year's probably a. This a waste. year's one of those years where I just hope we have like one or two awesome like last second victories that we can just have fun. Well, as long as they're it. not on November fifteenth. So. How many? Well, that's your, especially when I hope it. How is. many of your own picks do you have for this year? Do you know? Say what? Because how many of your own picks do you have this year? Do you have your first round pick this year? Ooh, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, I'm so sure away we, for Larry bro, we, we have like nothing. Because yeah. here's the problem: they, is they being trade. terrible this year doesn't even help you because most of right. your picks that, are gone. Right. That's that's why I'm. That's that. Yeah, I know. But but you you're <laughs> you want to be bad next year. But you're not. When you have but, right, following right, years. Exactly. But the pain the painfulness of that comes from not having the quarterback. Right. If you have the quarterback, not having that it hurts, but it's not like disaster case. Yeah, they still have Deshaun. He's still young. Like yeah. he's got another decade of being really good if they if they manage yeah. him right. Another another issue with him is that that you know they could just get him killed by the fact that don't Andrew line Luck sucks. Yeah, right. You don't want to do that. Exactly. That's what the Bengals are about to do to Burrow. I mean, granted, I know it's only his first year in the I, leagues, but like I think because this is first year, that's probably not going to be the he's case. He's going to be a but problem. Dude, by he's the way. taking some hits. I know, and he is going to be a problem. Yeah, that boy can play. Yeah. He he's oddly. Mature for a rookie. Here's the thing, though. We He's got, very mature, but let we got to pump let's the. See, let's see how well he does when he actually has well, to throw the ball down like, the field. When, like you said, right. like you you see this a lot of times where a rookie, like Vince Young, had a decent rookie year. <laughs> like you, you well, see, look at look at Baker. You see, you know, where you see guys that have decent rookie years, and then suddenly the defenses are like, all right, we know. Well, it's just like anything. Is. Once you start to get tape on a guy, now you can start to scheme mm-hmm. and and find his his ticks and his yeah. weird quirks and yeah. all these things. So yeah. I'm. I'm not saying you know mark it down. He's a Hall of Famer. I'm just saying, he's definitely showing some positive signs. And if they give him a, a halfway decent offensive line, that could be another problem. That's the issue, and that's the issue with the Bengals is they historically don't spend. So are they going to be willing to do it? That's find that, a way. That's that's the issue with Justin Herbert and Sandy er, San Diego. Uh, the L.A. Chargers is Dean Spanos historically doesn't spend. 
So are, are they going to surround it, it? It sucks that you got guys like Burrow and uh, Herbert who went to f- classic franchises who never spend any money, <clears throat> especially in like, as we get into hope, hopefully we get into the post pandemic era where these teams are trying to financially recover. That's why I think this year's trade deadline is going to be really interesting because there's going to be a lot of teams who are falling out of contention that usually would just keep the guys and would wait to trade them like right before the draft. Um, but I think a lot of guys, a lot of teams are going to be looking to get a lot of guys who have expiring deals off their books for uh, compensation, a lot like how you see in the NBA with expiring deals. Yep. So I think this this NFL trade deadline is going to be really active. And one, one interesting take that I heard as well on uh, the deadline this year is that because of the extra COVID regulations, when a guy joins your team, you have to wait X yep. number of days. So like the, the trade deadline, like if you make a deal on deadline day, yep. that guy can't play for you that, that week. It won't, right. He won't have been in your facility long enough. Right. So we could see like an artificial deadline where there's a flurry of deals sure. like a week prior. So we that's why we're keeping such a close eye on Twitter right now because, frankly, we could see, a, like I said, this artificial deadline yeah. uh, pop up any within the next couple of days. Yeah, absolutely. So if we're going to make – uh, if we're gonna make any moves, what what's your wish list? Uh, I I think our priority number one is linebacker, and I know that kind of sounds crazy with our safety situation the way it is, but um, <clears throat> I I I really like what I'm seeing out of Ronnie Harrison, and he's I been think playing he's, well. <clears throat> excuse me, and I think he's gonna continue to get better. Um, I just man, our linebackers are just I. I don't know if Mac Wilson's still hurt, but he has not been playing very well since he's come back from that injury. He might still be hurt. I don't know. So I'm not going to get go too hard on him. But um, Malcolm Smith's been okay, but I'm about done with Taki. I can't. like It's It's not been going well. I, I he know. Can, he can play on special teams. Just, I, I don't know. I and you need a rotation of guys. Yeah. So it's I, like, who do we have behind those guys? Those guys can't play every snap. No. So we I don't know, have anything behind them. I know what you mean about linebacker. I'm, I'm just still so down Sendejo. on the Sendejo and Carl Joseph experience. And so Ronnie played. I mean, Ronnie played great this past week. He was one of the highest graded yeah. safeties across the league yeah. last week. Um, like number two or number three or something like that. Yeah, his fumble recovery on that Miles strip sack was awesome. Huge and and critical at that point yep. um, because Olivier Vernon decided to try to be a hero and run Dude, with it. I've, instead I of said fall it on six it. Like weeks he, ago. The, every the, coach has taught every single player ever, fall on the ball. Don't the be next time Olivier Vernon does something well will be the first time yeah. for the Browns. <laughs> yeah, not, not wrong there. So I still say safety, but I tell you what, if we pick up a linebacker, I'm not going to be upset about it. I'm yeah. not going to be upset about it. We'll see. Maybe we don't go safety knowing that we get Delpit back next year. Maybe. maybe maybe that's why. I mean, possibly he got Delpit and Harrison as your future yeah. safeties. Who knows? I saw uh, – who was he just with? Was it the Panthers? I don't know. Somebody somebody just cut Eli Apple. Want to bring Eli back to Ohio? He's you know I'm kidding. he's been he's been he's been cut by half the league <laughs> at this say, point. He's, yeah, he's, a, he's been around. Yeah, he's been around the yeah, block. Not once in a good way. No. <laughs> um. So, yeah. That uh, what what do we think for Sunday though? For uh, last game before the break or the bye week, Browns have a chance to go to six and two. We won't. If 
five and five and three. Are you just are you just trying to are you just trying to psych yourself like 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 reverse psychology? This is this is a defense mechanism. This is like uh, this is like dodgeball. See, I do that during the game. Yeah, I, I always pick us to win. And then I freak out during the game. It's like uh, Vince Vaughn in dodgeball. It's like if you set no goals, you can't fail. If I set no expectations, I can't one. be disappointed. That's a good way to look at it. It's a it. terrible way to look at life. I'm, <laughs> I'm being really honest with you. But, but what I'm saying Speaking is – Speaking of election day, <laughs> so depressing. <laughs> De- uh, definitely not the way to live life. But, no, yeah. I just this, – this this Raiders team is fascinating. They beat the Chiefs. They've also lost a couple times. So I don't know what to make of them. But at the end of the day – I think what's going to happen uh, against most teams is going to happen again. We're going to end up getting a shootout. I would love it if uh, last week's Baker shows up again. I, at this point, that, don't have the body of work to we'll trust see. that it'll happen. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think our we'll defense, we're going to get torched uh, in the middle of the field uh, again. And, I think it depends which Raiders team shows up because well, yeah. they're Jekyll and Hyde. Is, is, the team that, is the team that beat the Chargers going to show up? Or is it going to be the team that got boat raced by uh, – Oh, who was it? <clears throat> Can't remember. Can't remember who. I'm not sure who. But anyway, there's there. I mean, they're a three and three team, and I I feel like they play a lot better at home than they do on the road. Even though they we they have did that. just they did just get trucked by the by the by Tampa Bay, the Gronkineers. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that team is good though. What they're going to be a problem. That oh, team good. is yeah yeah it's, they're they're scary as they start they're to click. To, yeah. yeah. Although I don't know. Uh, that human atom bomb, Antonio Brown's going in there. He's he's very capable of torpedoing any football team he's on. That guy's such a such a strange a man, doof. dude. I, I love how a, I love how people guy. are people are saying like, oh, uh, that's it, uh, Super Bowl because they got into, Antonio Brown hasn't played in two years and he's over thirty. Like, what makes people think that he's going to be anywhere near the old Antonio Brown? Yeah. Right. And even if he is, I don't think that's what they need right now. Yeah, they've they've, they've got great skill position. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. People, but, people say people say Tom Brady can you know reel him in, sort of like what LeBron did with J.R. Smith, but didn't happen when they were in New England. Together. Exactly, he played for New England for one game. Yeah, had a touchdown or two though. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, nah, I don't know. At any rate, looking at, looking at Browns Raiders, um, yeah, I, I've said this on the post game pretty much every single week. I pick against the Browns uh, fairly often. I'll gladly keep being wrong. Sign me up for being wrong every single week if that means that we it's keep like, winning. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, but yeah, I, I I see us coming up short. And I'd say what though five and three. I'm not mad about five and three going into the bye week. I'm not. I will say though six and two being, would feel real good. Being though. five and two and losing to the Raiders at home going into the bye week to be at five and three would hurt a little bit. I agree. I agree. I think I think the Browns are going to win. I uh, this would be a classic letdown game for the team uh, last year. Mm-hmm. I just think we've upgraded so well at coach, and uh, you know everybody. It's a cliche, but everybody everybody's rowing the boat in the same direction this year. Um, so we'll see. I, I think the Browns are going to win. Go Browns! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. What you right. guys said. Uh, let's let's uh, wait. I have a prediction. Oh, okay, I'll I don't know. You're looking at your phone. You weren't saying anything. <laughs> Browns are losing. And this kicks off a two-game losing streak, oh, baby. Okay. All right, get out of here. Team is one and six, dude. <laughs> hey. That actually would make it hurt that much more. We're about to be two and eight. That's not gonna happen. Who do you wait? Who do you guys play this week? Do you know? I don't even know. No. <laughs> it doesn't okay. matter. I'm not watching football this year. Fair enough. All right, uh, uh, let's let's uh, let's wrap up the episode here. <laughs> Last week. We, was it last week? Yeah. Last week, we started talking about the Cleveland Scenes Best of 2020. 
Uh, we kicked it off with a little uh, pizza talk. This week, we're going to change things up, and we are going to go burgers. That's the next category we're going to talk about. Burgers. Boigas. And uh, a little bit, a little interesting. Yeah. You ready for this list? Um, yeah. Go ahead and hit us with it. We got a place that we've been talking about for ages. We have a couple to. a couple places on there that we yeah. need to go to. Yeah. Uh, Johnny's Little Bar. Yeah, I need to go there. Stevenson's. I legit have no idea. I have idea no idea. That is, That's got to be an east side thing. Yeah, yeah. Has to be. Stevenson's. Hex. Cafe, Heard of Hex. I've never been there. We've talked about going there. Nope. The Rail. We've been there. Yep. I've been there at the least. The Rail's yeah. on this list? Yeah. Dude, have you ever had a burger at the Rail? Isn't that kind of a chain, though? Maybe that just makes me It sad. is, but it's, it's from a local chain. It's an Ohio chain. chain. Is it? It's Columbus? all locally sourced. Yeah. Is it oh, cool? I mean, locally sourced. Did the rail start in Columbus, or was it Akron? I believe Akron? so. I believe so. I'm not 100% yeah. positive. I dude, didn't start dude, in Cleveland, but I know they, it's from They Ohio. have, like, local ingredients. I got a chorizo burger from them once. It was delightful. See? Yeah. You like it? It was good. Uh, and then Gunselman's Tavern. Uh, we have Been a weird there. relationship with Gunselman's. I, I like their yeah. burger was solid, but I think it's, cool, it's a cool place. Service is a little weird. Service That's was all a little I'll weird. Say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So of they have these, a cool looking little patio. Oh outside. no, they have an awesome location. The location yeah. is amazing. Like no complaints about that. Um, I think it's a pretty solid list. Any list? Any any places you would add? Any places we would add, guys? I, I would I would have to. I add, mean, the the cliche, the the cliche place would be B spot. I was gonna say I have to add B spot. Yeah. I do enjoy their burgers. Yeah. I've had a one of the only rare burgers I've ever had in my life. The waitress convinced me to try it. Fat dog. I was I don't remember the burger it was, oh. but like it was rare. I don't usually get rare, oh. and she convinced me to get rare. Still, more. and I whole different experience. I, well, I mean, I, I, I loved it. It was great. I'm a groupie for uh, Michael Simon. I think he's awesome. So mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I definitely Fantastic. I love the B spot. Absolutely, well. I, I think the B spot should be on here. I feel uh, Fat Dog and then the Yo are my two favorites. Don't there. people go bananas for? Um, oh hell, what's the other one called? It was just Wendy's? on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's. McDonald's. Quarter pounder. Um, there, there's the place, Swenson's? The there place near Terrestrials. Yeah. Swenson's. Oh, Swenson's. I would not. I feel like everyone goes nuts for Swenson's. I, though. I'm, right. I'm, a, I'm a fan bad. of Swenson's. It's not bad. It's not, I've had it once. It you know what right. you make? You good. know who makes a good burger? It's right near Terrestrial. Um, good, good, not good, good company. Not yeah, good burger. <laughs> uh, good company. Yes. Yeah. I'm not familiar with that one. With I tell you what, with the list, I've been to Hex. Haven't had a burger there, and I've had. Um, Where'd you get there? Rail. I don't even remember anymore. Mm. It was a long time ago. I've never been to Hex. Heard of it. And I keep people keep uh, recommending their burgers, but never gone. I need to. That and Johnny's Little Bar. I keep I, talking I about heard, Johnny's. I haven't even heard of that. One. Johnny's just, Little Bar is like a, a hole in the wall, like in an alley downtown by like West Sixth. We just need to have a LOTL day where we just go to one of those places or both. Yeah, that'll work. But yeah, I mean, solid list overall. We have been to at least half of the spots, and yeah, I think they're pretty good. Um, I love a good burger. I do too. And I definitely can vouch for the ones I've had at some of those places. But. Yeah, for sure. Um, what is, let's do this, and then we can probably wrap up. What's everyone's favorite type of burger? I'll go first. I really enjoy the Cajun blue cheese burgers, like the ones that have like the Cajun seasoning and some blue cheese on them. Those are probably my favorite if I had to pick. 
but I love pretty much every burger I've ever had. Yeah, I love a lot of burgers. I tell you, I'm most places have have some version of like a black and blue where mm-hmm. it's blue cheese and bacon and stuff. I that too. That, that too. It's if I'm if I'm not gonna go that route, I love a fried egg on a burger. Oh, like a like I a hangover it. burger. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. the Rola yeah. from uh, yeah. B Spot. Yep, mm-hmm. I love oh, absolutely yeah. love the runny yolk on a burger. So it, yep. it's usually gonna go one of those two ways: blue cheese mm-hmm. uh, and other fun things, or like yolk. It. Mine is uh, anywhere I can get like a cowboy or western burger with the uh, um, with the barbecue sauce. And barbecue bacon. sauce, bacon, cheddar, either onion rings or Solid. onion straws on top. Oh, I love an onion. Good straw. Solid. Oh, onion straws. Weirdly enough, Red Robin does a really good job with yes, onion straws. Yes, they do. Actually, I've had some <laughs> spectacular burgers. Yeah, with Red Robin. I hate to admit it, but Red Robin. No, they can hey make man, they burger. make they do good burgers. Jimothy. Not a big burger guy. I Wait, hardly ever wait, have ordered we, them. Have we, did I know this? This is true. <laughs> yeah, I don't I eat them. He really. loves Wendy's, but he never gets a burger there. Chicken Sammy's all around. You, you're not did a big you, burger did, guy. Hey, did you see they have a new chicken sandwich? It's not good. No. Oh, you had it. The crispy spicy chicken? No, I, no, not that one. I've had that. No, I haven't had that. No, they haven't. It's like, you know how they had like spicy too much. home style? Yeah, they're trying real hard. It's like, yeah. it's not home. So they, they essentially tried to make um, what like Popeye's did. Like they they have a they have a, uh, uh, a crisp, oh, crisp, Popeye's chicken crispy yeah, yeah. chicken sandwich with pickles on it and like like what Chick Fil A does, they they added that to. I haven't had it, but I've never had Popeyes and I really want to have it. Yeah, me neither. This the the chicken you know, sandwich I'm, is good. I was gonna say I'm not gonna lie, the chicken it's good. sandwich and is their, actually solid. Their spicy tenders are good too. And I say this as a guy who is a diehard Chick Fil A guy, you at least have to try the spicy chicken sandwich from Popeyes. And their fries are good. Yeah, that's all yeah. I'll say. All yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, cool. that's that's my insight <laughs> on burgers. All right, anyway, so that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. If you're still listening out there, uh, follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. Um, you can check us out on our website, lotlpodcast.com, or listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts like you are right now. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and a, uh, a um, review. Review. If you're on Spotify, follow us. If you're on SoundCloud, just listen to us. Or you can only, follow us on SoundCloud, too. And if you're on OnlyFans, okay. you know, give us those tips. Anyway, for uh, Ryan, Jimmy, and Jordan, uh, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land. And uh, special reminder, uh, we will not be doing an episode next week, but we will be releasing an episode next week. So little teaser for you. So get ready for that. Um, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.